What is up, everybody? It's Hayden and Grayson back on the podcast. Yep. And your Atlanta Braves are the 2021 World, World Series, Series champions. champions. Woo! Woo! Go Braves. I think everyone's a Braves fan. I'm, I'm not too sure about Brayson. I mean, Mikey walks the line, right? Oh, yeah. Mikey's not a Braves fan. Um, uh, Mikey doesn't listen to this podcast, though. I think Stubbs is a fan of Florida teams. I think he's a Braves fan. Nah. Um... He just doesn't have that that dog in him like the rest of us. Patrick do. Patrick wasn't a Braves fan. Yeah, Patrick was like a tier five Braves fan, I um, believe, is what he described it as. Who else? Andrew and Alex, they they passed the vibe check. Uh Jaime. If you spent less than sixty dollars the second the game ended last night, I don't think you're a real Braves fan. Yeah, I'm on board with that. Yeah, I think so that means you bought at least one piece of merchandise. Yeah. So, I won't say how much I spent. Say it. I probably spent enough for all these bums that aren't actually Braves fans. <laughs> how many? How many? How many did you spend? Thousands. How many really? It was like, let's see, one, probably close to two hundred. Fuck. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna be another twenty years before this stuff drops again. Yeah. Right. I'll give it 12 months. There we go. I'll spend another 200 then. I don't care. Huh. I've got enough awesome. credit cards to go around. Chop on. Well, we're going to talk a little bit of fantasy football today. <laughs> and we're going to burp a little bit too. Well, let's uh, talk about last week. Yeah, let's talk. Let's do a little week, 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 week eight recap. I'll go first. I lost to Andrew. Go on. Um, Tell us how Andrew just raped you. Uh, I had Matt Stafford that played well, but he had the reason that Matthew Stafford played well. Um, He had Daryl Henderson. Um, Yeah, my team just just did not play well last week. Nick Folk with a big game. Yeah, 17 from a kicker is usually a bad sign. Um, Jamar Chase only had 11 last week. Khalil Herbert. Yeah, it just wasn't a very solid week for me all around. Alvin Kamara was a bit was a bit lower than his projection, but that wouldn't have really mattered. Andrew just has a has a good team. Good for you, Andrew. Janelle will do mine. I played uh Davis and I beat Davis by a score of one twelve to eighty one. Uh Tom Brady did pretty good. Joe Mixon did good. Amari Cooper did great. Uh my tight end stream and Pat Fryermuth did good. Yep. And everyone else just just did enough to keep me afloat. Then over on Davis's side, it was really really DK is the only one that had a an exceptional game with two touchdowns. CD yeah. Lamb had a solid game, and Dallas Goddard had a solid game. But other than that, no one really of notoriety. Yeah, he had Brandon Cook sitting on his bench. Would have would have, would have been a, made it a closer yeah, well, game. I had Tyler Lockett sitting on my bench. If we're gonna play that game, you did. You did. You also had Cole Beasley on your bench. Mm-hmm. I so. also had J.D. McKissick on my bench. Yeah, so. Uh, next. A lot of points left on the bench for you. Next, Brayson beat Logan by a score of 107 to 82. All around low scoring week for the league. Yeah, I mean, nothing really you can say here for Logan's squad last week. Um, yeah, they were some suck. Yeah, I mean, his his top three guys. In terms of Ryan Tannehill, Aaron Jones, and Devontae Booker did what they were supposed to do, and the rest of his team had a pretty awful week. Yeah, they sweeped. Um, and then on the flip side of things, yeah, pretty much Elijah Mitchell and A.J. Brown. And Chris, Chris Godwin. Chris Gotti, yeah. So, low-scoring affair, but it came in Brayson's favor. Next, we have Patrick with a solid week. Patrick sucks, though. Yeah, his team did well. Uh, Chuba Hubbard in what what looks like it will at least be one of his last performances for now. Who knows if Christian McCaffrey stays healthy the rest of the year. Uh, Michael Pittman with a two-tud performance. Mm -hmm. And the the Broncos defense with a big fat 17. Yeah, and fat Randy. So 30 points from a kicker in defense. You can't ask for much more. But Alex's team was no pushover. 128 at 30 out of Josh Allen, 21 out of Eckler, yep. 20 out of Debo. Yeah, it looks like he was he was probably 
up there in the highest scoring teams this week. Yeah, he's probably number two or yeah, three. Yeah, he was yeah classic. Um, second highest plays the highest. Yeah, that sucks, boy. So good week for Patrick, um, except that he will just simply not do a podcast with us. Uh, next, we have Jaime versus Stubbs. Another low Stubbs sport. got the victory here, while Jaime catches his third straight L and falls to four and four. Yep, looks like Tyler Boyd was the MVP of Stubbs' team. I'll I'll call Randall Cobb the MVP. I know he didn't score the most points, but he was yeah. Stubbs was going to start Tyler Boyd regardless. Randall Cobb was a last second plug and play. Sure caught thing. two touchdowns, so how about it? Three catches for 15 yards. I will say, I believe he had Devontae Parker in his lineup either way. So, Yeah, true. Not too much of a difference there. but And then last but not least, a, a dumpster fire down at the bottom. Um, two straight weeks of 11 Sorry and 12. Sorry about that. Point. Rocky's got an itch. He's just trying to start the chop. <laughs> So we got Eddie, who only narrowly, 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 very narrowly, narrowly, barely escaped escaped the the league worst um, of all time. Of all time, with sixty point three. That's probably that'll probably put him bottom five. Yeah. Um, it started. It looked like he was going to obliterate the record when when Danny Dimes yeah came out and threw the interception. Yeah. So. Um, and yeah, Eddie's team is. Yeah, we'll talk more about him probably uh, later in the pod. But looking at his roster from what he put together last week, um, not awesome. Yeah. Not awesome. An icky, icky week from mm-hmm. Eddie. Uh, awesome. Hunter got the W. He's moved up to 11th place. Yep. All right. So that's the week. Right now the standings are in the East. I was thinking about this. Should we get rid of divisions next year? Uh, there's no point in them. Yeah, they don't really serve any purpose because, like, we don't, we don't like. It's not like we play our division people twice. Yeah, I, I don't understand the point in them. It just makes it more confusing when you're really looking at standings. Yeah. Because it's like Pat, Patrick always likes to claim the like, well, the West. I play in the West. But yeah, you, but you, like, no, you don't. Yeah, everybody don't. plays the same, the yeah. same folks. Anyways, I am first in the East, and first in the whole league, mind you. Um, second is Alex at five and three, same record as I. Third is Stubbs at five and three. Uh, he's won three straight. Good shit, Stubbs. Fourth is Grayson at four and four. Fifth is Brayson at four and four. And sixth is Hunter at three and five. Over in the West side, Andrew is first at four and four. Jaime is second at four and four. Davis is third at four and four. Logan is fourth at four and four. Patrick is fifth. At three and five, and Eddie is sixth at three and five. Yep, there it is. As of right now, Eddie, Patrick, Hunter, and Brayson would be the teams to miss the playoffs. There you go. Who do you think? Who who do you, do you think it's going to be that four that misses? Or you you got you got something different? It's tough to say. You know, I think I think Jaime's team is very weak. But as we were saying, he got off to a hot enough start that he might be able to string together three or four more wins. See, um, I, I think it's close enough, close enough to where like, honestly, nobody is is completely safe based on, especially like the West. Like Eddie's Eddie's in last place in the West, but he's he's one game out of being in first place. Yeah, I think, I think Jaime and Davis are are heading that way. I think Andrew's fine. I think Logan will be fine, and I think Patrick. I keep him down there based on his record, that he's just a win behind most everyone else. But I think his roster might put him up into the bubble conversation. Um, but yeah, I think. I don't know. Name your four. Don't be shy. My don't four be to hurt based off feelings. roster would probably be Hunter, Eddie. Grayson and Jaime. Interesting. Yeah. But Jaime again. There's a lot of guys I could put in that spot. Yeah. Jaime might just have might have just done enough to to pull out a few more wins. See, as of right now, I, I will I would lock Hunter into missing the playoffs. 
I was I was ready to lock Eddie, but he, the the moves that he made, I, he might be able to luck out of. Yeah, he's just a win. Out he's of a win behind already. Yeah, but it's which, still like a win behind right now. Like, like he's he's one win behind one, two, three, four, five, six people. Yeah, it is. I see it. It feels like it's very, like it, I I think it'll come down to roster more than wins this year. Yeah. It's 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 no runaway in the I I think in the West Andrew has by far, like I think Andrew will will easily win the West. I think he has by far the best roster in the West, but he hasn't like pulled away with record no. yet. That's what I mean. It just seems like like some teams have some wins with some really bad rosters and some teams have some pretty good rosters with not a lot of wins. And a lot of people are sitting in like like our best team is 5 and 3. So it's not like someone's up there like 7 and 1. And there's like a six and two team. It's like everyone's five and three or four and four pretty much. Yeah. You know, so like one week can pretty much shake the entire standings. I think it'll it'll probably stay like that for most of the year and then you know, everything goes back to to what your team really looks like. Well, uh yeah, that's how last week went. What do we say we go to to waivers and trades and trades and waivers, huh? Let's do it. Um, let's see here. Do, 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 do. We just, did we just, we discussed the Jameis Winston trade last week, right? Probably. If we didn't, uh, yeah, no, we didn't discuss it. It happened like right after. God, that was silly. On like all fronts. So Dave, Davis won the bid. He outbid Eddie for Kenneth Gainwell last week. And then Davis... Uh, traded Eddie Kenneth Gainwell in exchange for Jameis and 15 Fab. Um, mm-hmm. And then Jameis Winston tore his ACL and Kenneth Gainwell really wasn't used at all. So it was pretty much just... A $15 exchange. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was weird. Uh, let's see. Next trade. Next trade. It was you and, you and Andrew. Next trade. That was just the... Next trade, yeah, I I gave Andrew Pat Fryermuth for five fab, um, and then he traded him to you. You want to talk about this trade? Yeah, I'll talk about it. I gave up Jamar Chase and T.J. Hawkinson um, for Zeke Emmanuel Sanders and Pat Frymouth. Frymouth. Fryermuth, I just fucking Fryermuth. Yeah. What do you think about that? People were saying that you got owned in that trade. That's just what I people mean, were saying. I mean, value-wise, I won the trade. I have value from last week and value from this week, I won the trade. How do you? How so? Just based off like value charts. Well, I mean, it pretty much ended up being Hawkinson and Jamar Chase for Zeke and Emmanuel Sanders because you just dropped Pat Fryermuth. Yeah, but I mean, I I was planning on keeping Fryermuth, Fryermuth. So at the time, I looked at it as Jamar Chase to Zeke which I think is an upgrade to Zeke in terms of it's Damn. better to have running backs. How fast someone how fast someone changes on his guy. Well, I'll, I'll touch it's on sad. that. I'll touch on that. And then I looked at it as TJ Hawkinson for Emmanuel Sanders and Pat Fryermouth. Fryermouth. Yeah, but now it's just Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah, I guess. But at the time, you got to think of what I – I wasn't planning on doing the whole Julio thing for Zach Ertz at the time. Um, so I don't know. I don't think people are saying you got owned. That's just what people are saying. Yeah. I don't think I got owned. I think it's just unfortunate that it made Andrew's team as good as it is. And obviously that's going to upset some people, but like it didn't upset anyone. You just got owned. I mean, I, I didn't get owned. I mean, that's what people said. I mean, do you think I got owned? Uh, people seem to think so. I mean, I, I didn't get owned. So what people are saying? Just in terms of value, I didn't get owned. So what people are saying, though. I mean, do you go ahead and touch on it? Do you think I got owned? I I think. I think all things considered, you probably slightly lost the trade. I don't think you got owned. Yeah, I think I think it helped my team in the long run. Only time will tell that. My. So I know last week there was some some private discussion about Jamar Chase and other people. Um, and I was a little stuck on not giving him up and given he had just come off a 30 point game. So, you know, obviously my perspective is a little 
skewed, but something about watching the Bengals lose to the Jets like that, it it brought it brought you, you and Patrick's point to light a little bit more that odds are the Bengals are not going to be throwing for 400 yards and three or four touchdowns every week. So Jamar Chase value is going to go down, and I feel like he might have already peaked. And I didn't want to be stuck because my thought was if he goes out there this week and puts up 10 again or 9 again, something like that, I think his values, he turns into like one of those buy low guys who I, who I have to give up for something not very awesome if I want to get rid of him. So you're saying I was right. I am saying you were right. Nice. Cool. On to the next trade. I traded um, Zach Moss and Antonio Gibson. Uh, in exchange for Justin Jefferson and Bob Tanyan, but that was just to make it two for two trade and dropped him immediately. It yep. made it made Grayson sad. He thought I did it did it to spite him. Oh, here's what happened. You let my guy out real quick. Hold that thought. Yeah, Grayson. I made the trade, and Grayson texted me and said, oh, "Fuck you." Uh. It's let him out real quick. How hard was it raining? It's sprinkling, but so here's what happened. I texted Hayden in confidence. Um, I said, I don't even remember what the running backs were. Oh, he, um, Eddie wanted Chase Edmonds and Clyde for Justin Jefferson, and I texted that to Hayden, and I was like, I, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to try to talk him into one of my receivers, and then like 30 minutes later. This trade goes through, which is Zach Moss and Antonio Gibson, which is like pretty much Chase Edmonds and Clyde. Like there's Disagree, but go ahead. Say worse, if anything. Yeah, neither of my guys are hurt. I just well, I mean, Antonio Gibson is pretty much hurt all the Not time. Not on the right injured now. reserve. Well, point being, I think if there's not much gap between them between value and that trade. So it seemed like what happened, and it didn't. I got receipts. But it seemed like what happened was I went to Hayden and told him what Eddie was looking for. And Hayden went to Eddie and offered the exact same thing and just got Justin Jefferson while I was looking to get him. Now, that might not have happened like that, but of course that's what I saw. So I stand by how I felt. It's not what happened. I'm always talking to Eddie about everything. Including trades. Because y'all are best friends. Yeah, because we're best friends and I get preferential treatment. But I showed Grayson that we'd been talking long before that. about a, We've been talking for weeks about a Justin Jefferson trade. and It's hard to get something worked out with Eddie. Alright, so after that, I I gave up Julio for Zach Ertz and Michael Thomas. Which, ooh, big oof. Yeah, that's a huge oof big on me. Big oof. I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, at the time, that's one of those no-brainer trades. Like, there's zero reason for me not to accept it. You know, who would have thought? Really, who would have thought? And then, of course, today, Michael Thomas is out for the year. He's not yeah, coming back. And, like, I'm not I'm not too butthurt about it. I'm, like, I'm glad I didn't give up any, like, real value to me to get him. Like, it, I know it's Julio, but... Up to this point in the season, like it's just Julio. Yeah. So, Julio for Zach Ertz. Obviously, I I lost that trade if you look at it that way. Um, but I'm not crazy upset about it. Just an unfortunate timing thing. The next trade, and I'll give ten dollars to whoever can make it make sense to me. Yep. But under under the cover of the Braves World Series celebration. Yeah. Uh, Davis traded. Jalen Hurts, Devontae Smith, and $50 fab for Dak Prescott and Darnell Mooney. And I just can't, for this, as hard as I stare at it, I can't figure out how that helps Davis. Yeah, so what you have here is a classic case of switching players for worse players and <laughs> giving up 50 fab. Yeah. So Jalen Hurts is not as good of a quarterback as Dak Prescott. He is a better fantasy quarterback this season, and especially since the trade deadline has already passed. Like The Eagles are obviously going to ride with him for the rest of the season, 
and he's proven that he is pretty reliable to get you 20 points in fantasy. Dak Prescott, on the other hand, obviously a much better quarterback, but you know they've been running the ball very well this year. And there are going to be games when they simply don't need him to do much. And he's—I mean, Dak is still good. Like he's not like he's world's worse than than Jalen Hurts. Yeah, if, but at the end of the day, all, but Dak is Dak is currently hurt. Yeah, at the end of the day, you're switching the exact same thing at best. And giving fifty fab. And giving fifty fab. <laughs> and then Devonte Smith for Darnell Mooney. Like they've literally they've, they've pretty much been the exact same. Yeah, like again, Devonte Smith is the wide receiver forty three, Darnell Mooney is the wide receiver forty two. Yeah, so like again, you're you're switching your guy for a guy slightly worse. I I don't know. I don't I don't quite understand it, but whatever. It's really the fifty fab that makes the least yeah. sense. Like if. If you have that hunch for some reason and you're like, I'll just switch these guys around and you want to go off your hunch, that's fine. But throwing in the 50 fab. I guess he wasn't feeling the, the Eagles mega stack anymore. Yeah. Damn, I'm just now peeping this. Fucking, he was 9 for 14 and 103 yards. Who, Jalen Hurts? Yeah. Did he get benched at some point? I mean, oh Gardner no, they won by in. a shit ton. Yeah, they yeah. won like forty-one to seven. Yeah, forty-four to six, I believe. It yeah, was. but Gardner came in for a little bit. Um, anywho, and then uh, Eddie gave Logan twenty fab for Allen Robinson. Mm-hmm. I like that move, honestly. I mean, it's free money. It's he, he got it in a bullshit trade, so yeah. Basically, basically that uh, trade turned turned into him getting, you know, for for Eddie. For Eddie to be able to turn what his roster turned into a round, that's that's the exact move he mm-hmm. needs to make. Get somebody mega cheap that has the chance to be yeah. amazing. He basically got Jalen Hurts, Devontae Smith, 30 Fab, and Allen Robinson for Dak Prescott and Darnell Mooney. So How about that? Good for him. And then today, uh, Logan gave Patrick Hunter Renfro in exchange for Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, Another one of the weird ones. Weird one, yeah. But I... It's not as weird. I didn't know that Logan also had Brian Edwards. So he picked him up after the fact. Is that what happened? Yeah. Like right. So after. maybe that was maybe he just thought, you know, Brian Edwards is going to be the guy, might as well get rid well, of Well, he Hunter said Winthrow. I I told him I was like, "Why would you do that? He's already getting seven targets a game and Henry Ruggs just did that shit." And he's like, "Oh, I didn't even think of that." So Weird. Um, uh, silly trade. I mean, I guess you can make the argument that Odell has the higher ceiling, but I mean, Odell's not even. Yeah, at this like, point, on he's the got. Team yeah, right at this now. point, he's got the lowest floor you can possibly yeah. have. So like he he's literally not going to play for the foreseeable future. Um, and then I gave up ten fab for the Patriots defense. I didn't yeah. get I didn't get any defenses off waivers this week, so. Um. Yeah. Let's talk waivers. Brayson picked up Jamal Agnew. Dropped Cole Komet. Andrew picked up Jared Cook. Brayson picked up Taysom Hill. Taysom, I don't know why I said Taysom. I picked up Tua Tungavailoa uh, for $0. Davis picked up Jamison Crowder. I feel like Davis is always picking up Jamison fucking Crowder. Yeah, he's a revolving door. Um, Andrew picked up the Saints defense. Brayson picked up Daniel Carlson for $1. Alex picked up Michael Car- or Michael Gallup for $2. I picked up the Colts defense for $12, perfectly edging out Logan's $10 bet. Um, I picked up Adrian Peterson for $29, perfectly edging out Logan's $26 bet. Uh, I One thing I, I take pride in is I feel like I'm great at setting setting my bids. Yeah, I wish I had that. I wish I had um, that. Edward picked up Boston Scott and dropped Kenneth Gainwell for $29. And Patrick picked up Jeremy McNichols uh, for $31. I'm slightly annoyed. I um, I actually, if you go down, I won the bid for the Saints defense. But I forgot to drop um, Pat Fryermuth. And it, it wouldn't let me get anybody off waivers because my roster was full. That's dumb. So I hate that for you, man. I mean, I 
I'm glad I got the Patriots defense. I think they have a few startable weeks in a row, so. Do they? Pretty sure. I thought they played Buffalo soon. Go take a look. Uh, they play Carolina, Cleveland, Atlanta, Tennessee, Buffalo. So not yeah. that soon. Yeah, so they have a – with my low-fab situation, I needed someone that could start for the next couple of weeks, and I think I can do that with him. You going to start him against Cleveland? Yeah, I think I can. I think I can. I think I, I can. I think I can. Might not be the best start, but I'm not, like, uber-stressed uber about them. Well, let's talk next week's matchups. I'll go first. Okay. I'm playing against Patrick. Um, <laughs> I'll take myself just because I'm better than Patrick. There Ooh, you my go. voice cracked good right there. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll go next. Um, I'm playing Logan. Um, Wait, you didn't make a pick on mine and Pat. Quit trying to speed oh. through shit, bro. Sorry, bro. Fucking give an in-depth stuff. Uh, Sorry, sorry. You lost your fucking love for the pod. So I am going to, to pick. I'm going to pick you. Why? Okay. Tell me why. Um, Tell me why. I think. Ain't nothing but I think, a heartache. I don't know. This is just one of those hunch ones. Just one of those hunch ones. I feel like Patrick has the better week to win than you do. But his RB2 will be pretty much canceled out by one of your RBs in terms of Javante and Melvin Gordon. And Justin Herbert's been playing pretty weak. Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to pick you. I'm going to pick you. Good point. I like me too. But I, I don't have like a reason to hunch thing. All right, go for your game. Um, I'm playing Logan. Um, I have Terry on bye, so my receivers are a little shaky this week. Um, but it's my first week riding with Zeke. Um, I will take myself. Obviously, I have to do that. I think this is a very losable game for me, though. But I think with Saquon out, that helps me. I think with Aaron Rodgers out, that helps me with Devontae Adams and Aaron Jones. Um, I think Mike Williams has been very bad lately. Very, very bad lately. Um, and he has the Lamar Rashad Bateman stack. Wait, who's been bad lately? Mike Williams. Oh, yeah. Um, so I think I think this game will end up being pretty close, even though Logan has probably the better the better eye test. Um, but I like Kamara against Atlanta. I like Stafford. This is the first time I've played with Stafford in a long time where I'm not facing somebody that has one of his players. So I can just sit back and watch him eat. So that will be nice. Stafford against Tennessee is wet. Kamara against the Falcons is wet. Zeke against Denver is fine. Um, Kadarius Tony, hoping that uh, Sterling Shepard and Kenny Galladay don't play. He was pretty beast last time that happened. Um, Cortland Sutton just hoping for the best. Zach Ertz hoping for the best. Emmanuel Sanders is a pretty solid flex play this week. So I'm going to pick myself. I'm going to pick myself. Not a bad pick. I think I'll also pick yourself uh, just because Saquon's out. Aaron Rodgers is going to be out. End of list. I'll be picking yourself. I appreciate that. That's the first time in a while. I needed that from you. No problem. Don't don't make me fucking regret it. Uh, next, we have Let's Andrew. Andrew, Andrew versus Brayson. I am picking Andrew, and it doesn't even require that much thought. Yeah, I'm picking Andrew as well. Andrew's team is simply better. Yep, Andrew's team is mega stacked. I did a lot to do that for him. So, you're welcome, Andrew. Uh, next, we have Alex Voices Davis. Yep, the superior sim with the superior projection. I will be picking Alex, and I don't even have to think about it that much. Yeah, yeah those matchups are wet. Yeah, he's got some juicy, juicy matches. Yeah. Yeah, I will be taking Alex as well. Alex. Alex is the pick. All right. One one more blowout, and then we'll get to a close one. Um, I'll, I'll take Stubbs against Eddie. Um, let me look. Simply, I mean, that's all reliant on McCaffrey coming back. 
If McCaffrey does not play, I will take our damsel Eddie. Um, but if McCaffrey plays, the yeah, double I negative. Can't, because... I can't imagine. Uh, that he'll that McCaffrey's gonna play. No, I I mean I don't think he will either, but he has a projection. So oh, he's he's only been designated to return from the IR. That does, he's doesn't mean he's back on the roster. Oh, he was limited today. So but yeah, he can practice. Yeah, but it's still he has a they have a three day window, or three week window rather to either put him back on IR or to put yeah. him on the fifty three man. So it's not. And even if he does play, they're not they're not slapping a McCaffrey workload on him first game back from a hamstring yeah. injury. There's no and way, it, or they're idiots. It will be, it will be what's his name, PJ Walker. Yeah, PJ Walker's playing yeah, quarterback. So, so that will that will hinder any sort of receiving upside for anybody on the Panthers. Yeah, and this here says Corey Davis is doubtful. Mm-hmm. Stubbs is just projection flexing right now with McCaffrey and, and Corey Davis in the lineup. I'm still going to take Stubbs just because Eddie's – a lot has to go right for Eddie's team for him to turn it back around. Well, let's let's talk about Eddie's team real quick. If I'm Eddie, I'm playing Allen Robinson this week. Yeah, I, I was going to say like the same thing. part of what Eddie's team has to bank on is an Allen Robinson it's turnaround. Upside. Yeah. And upside, to, to upside, get that, upside. you got to play him. Yeah. Claypool has been, has been keeping these projections all year – for these 12 or 13 point games. And he's just not hitting those. Devontae Smith is pretty much in the same boat as well. I think I think you went out and got Allen Robinson. You play him this week. Justin Fields had a good game last week Yeah, he too. did. So Justin Fields is starting to turn it around. I mean, if if Allen Robinson does shit this week, you know, then he does shit this week. You know, but if Allen Robinson does Allen Robinson type things this week, then it could be the difference. I told Eddie too he needs to get Derrick Henry off his roster, but yeah, I mean, I I don't know if I should air out this on the pod, but I mean, what what are the odds you think someone would give him anything for Derrick that's, Henry? That's what I was telling him. I was like, you might as well give it a shot. I feel like there's someone that would think it's a good idea like, to hold him. I mean, but for 20 Eddie, fab. Yeah, no for like. for Eddie, someone who like if if Derrick Henry comes back, it's going to be during the playoffs. Yeah. So there's no sense in someone who's not going to make the playoffs yeah. to hold Derrick. His Henry. projections start back up literally week one of the playoffs. <clears throat> so, I don't think anyone would do it. I don't know. It's it's a classic Stubbs move to do to to try to stash someone like yeah. that for the playoffs. I mean, it's but. one of those juicy situations that will could potentially end up happening, where Derrick Henry ends up on waivers. And then come week 14, you know, what playoff team has the most fab? Yeah. You know, who's getting Derrick Henry and could be walking away with this thing. So. Interesting stuff. Interesting stuff. The pick is stubs for me, though. Yeah, the pick is stubs. It's closer than than some might realize. I'm actually, I know I said stubs, Logan, if you're listening, I'm changing to Eddie. I don't want to. I don't want to do this thing again. I don't want to not pick Eddie. I felt weird doing it. Fuck it. I'm gonna come along for the ride with you. Fuck Hell you, Stubbs. Yeah. There we go. Double down on our damn. We want Eddie. There we go. All right, and then a close game that doesn't matter. Hunter versus Jaime. Yep. I mean, this does kind of matter. This this is one of those wins that Jaime could luck into. That is true. That he could get enough of to. <clears throat> let's see. Let's see what what bad people Jaime has left to play. Uh, th- damn, there's only five games left. Three of Jaime's last five games are against Hunter, Brayson, and Eddie, and Patrick. So four of his last last five games are against bottom four teams right now. So there, I, Jeez, I, only... there's the path. The path is there for him. Yeah, only five games, man. We've just flown through this season. It really has. It's kind of sad. I mean, I guess I knew there were five games left. It just, yeah, it didn't, looking yeah. at it, it looks a little different. Yeah, but... Um, as of the present moment, Hunter doesn't have a tight end. Noah Fant is on the COVID list. Yeah. Um, I don't know if he's vaxxed. Uh, so he'll need to test negative 24 hours apart. Yeah, it, it hasn't been a good streak for guys being put oh, damn, on the we COVID. Oh, Rocky and I totally forgot about him. Oh, yeah. 
Probably a soggy dog. But yeah, Hunter right now does not have a uh, does not have a tight end. He still oh he still has Boo Boo Smith Schuster on his roster, which which he, we even talked to him about the other day. Yeah. And asked him if he he knew Juju was out for the year, and he said yeah. I guess yeah. He, he didn't believe us. Yeah. Um. I think, what was I going to say? Sorry, dealing with Rock. Um, it has not been a very good streak of guys being put on the COVID list earlier in the week and making it to play on Sunday. I feel like it's it hasn't happened very often this year. Like most of the time, if you're on the COVID list, you're probably going to miss that week. Yeah. Um, so assume no offense gone. Hunter probably won't pick up a tight end. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It'll be close. There's a chance Kittle plays Sunday, but uh, I don't think they're don't confident think, I in think him. he's in that McCaffrey boat if he's just getting back yeah, to getting practice. Yeah, swing of things. So. But, uh, fuck it. I'll, nah, I'm going to take Jaime. Yeah, if I Hunter If Hunter gets on here and fucking drops Juju and picks up a tight end, or drops Kirk Cousins and picks up a tight end, or drops the Seahawks defense, Hunter should drop his whole fucking bench. What? What's the point in any of those guys? What do you think of? What do you think of uh, Hunter trying to trade Mahomes? I mean, it's not the worst idea, but I mean, like the, I feel like the trade market for Mahomes probably isn't isn't too hot sauce right now. Yeah, but I, I still think he could go out and get something for him. Uh, I don't know. I I personally wouldn't. I mean, I have Tom Brady, so. I mean, yeah. Like, I wouldn't give anything too usable for Mahomes. No, I'm not big on the trading for uh, quarterbacks. I think Lamar is one of the only guys that I feel like is a, a tradable asset. But Oh, yeah? Josh Allen? Yeah, Josh Allen, too. I, obviously, I'd put him up there. But even then, it's like if I'm getting Josh Allen or Lamar, like I'm not going to want to give up more than – yeah, like Matthew I, Stafford and maybe like a flex play. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Like like I, would, I would give up Tom Brady and, and something very small, yeah, something like it, that you can play from time to time. Yeah, it, it just it wouldn't make sense. For Josh I, Allen. I already have Matthew Stafford. But the pick, I don't want to pick either of these teams, truthfully. Yeah, I think, I mean, listen, Jaime's not locked into the playoffs by any means. I see. I my brain tells me I want to pick Jaime, but then I look at the teams. Hunter still has Mahomes, Dalvin Cook, James Conner, Cordero Patterson, DJ Moore, Adam Thielen. Jaime, yeah, Jaime, Jaime will probably actually sneak in. He's playing. Did you already say what who he's playing the next yeah. five weeks? Yeah, the four bottom teams. Yeah, that's exactly what I said. Oh, sorry, I wasn't listening. Yeah, so let's see who who Hunter have remaining. Hunter has Jaime, Patrick, Davis, Stubbs, and Alex. So no cakewalk. Yeah. What's my remaining schedule? Uh, the pick for me is Hunter. I'm going to go Hunter. Um, I'm going to go Hunter, assuming that he gets on and picks up a tight end and plays somebody. Yeah, I'm going to go Hunter as well. Uh, those are the picks. Those are the picks. I want to look at my remaining schedule. Who do I have left? It looks like, looks I like have, we meet in week 13 again. Uh-oh. I have... Damn, I got a hard remaining schedule. I've got Patrick, Logan, Andrew, Alex, then you. Yeah, got to be up there with the worst. I have Logan, Eddie, Jaime, Brayson, and then you. So. Nice. Nice. I'm stoked for Russell Wilson to get back so I can get back to my 40-point Tyler Lockett weeks. Yeah. That he hasn't had yet this year. But that just means I he's thought... due for a couple. So do we not play on week 18? No. We don't play at all? Like no. fantasy doesn't? No. no. I didn't know. Because that's like when people will rest their starters yeah. and such. I mean, I had been off all year thinking we were playing all the way till 18, thinking I we had six games left. You got to be smarter than that. You got to be quicker than that. Well, uh, let's go love to see it, hate to see it. Um, okay, I, I call love. The Atlanta Braves. Jorge Soler. Yeah. Eddie Rosario. Mm-hmm. Christian Pache. Nope. Freddie Freeman. Yeah. Michael uh, Harris. Dansby Swanson. Tukey Toussaint. 
Um, <laughs> just going, going. Um, Tywer Matzik. Shea Langliers. Um, Max Freed. Max Freed. Max what Freed. A gem. Double down on Max Freed. Travis Darno. Travis Darno. Not a big fan, but whatever. Ozzy Albies. Ozzy, my friend. Yeah. Ozzy. Um, Austin Riley. Austin freaking Riley. Uh, Adam Duvall. Not Jack Peterson. Why not Jack Peterson? We, because he went like one for fifteen to end the. Yeah, but series. it's his swagger that changed this team. Yeah. Um. I won't say kudos to Jack Peterson because if the Braves re-sign Jack Peterson, I will be, will be livid. Be livid. Why? That would be such a waste of money. I wouldn't hate it. I mean, if it was Jack for Peterson sig- was pretty bad. If it was wasn't for I, it's, sometimes you just need locker room guys, and he's a locker room guy. Yeah, but he's a locker room guy that's gonna want like five to eight mil. Yeah, if he wants top tier money, then. then I mean, that's no. not even top tier. If you, I if would you, offer him the five hundred thousand minimum, and if he wants it, he wants it. If not, if thanks wants, for thanks if, for those two home runs. If he wants more money than a than a pinch hitter. Would would receive. I mean, the only value you have in Jock going forward is like we're getting the designated hitter spot next year. Yeah, but like he's not a good designated hitter either. Like, yeah, I guess if you don't like home runs from your designated hitter. But it's not like he was hitting home runs at a crazy pace. Except he was. Like, he's just a powerful guy. Like that's not necessarily what you. David Ortiz was an outlier in terms of designated hitters. You don't want only a guy that can hit. Dan Ugo would never have been a designated hitter. Am I wrong? Why not? Because all he could do was hit at 450, or he would strike out. What's wrong with that? That's not what you need out of that spot. You need a Jorge Soler in that spot there, I see. Yeah, I would love to have Soler there. But yeah, Um, it'd be... They're not going to keep all those outfielders, obviously, with Acuna coming back, and Christian Pache, like... Developing and stuff. Christian Pache will be traded. You let those guys over at DBAT fill your head with nonsense. They know a lot more than I do. They don't know more than I do. He will be traded. I work for Major League Baseball. Byron Buxton will be the center fielder of the Atlanta Braves next year. Why? why what makes you think they're so plugged in? I don't, <laughs> what, I don't know. <laughs> why the hell do they know? They, I they talk a lot. I literally work in the NL East. Oh, yeah. I think I My know. bad. You know trends. You know trends. Uh, my love to see it is uh, them fucking dogs <laughs> beating the hell out of those morons <laughs> from from Gainesville, Florida. Yeah, fuck Gainesville. Florida. Gainesville. Florida. Gainesville. Uh, Gainesville, Florida. Gainesville. Uh, Gainesville, Florida. Um, we beat the shit out of them again. Um, apparently, Dan Mullen has stopped talking to recruits. Uh, Florida. What in... Awful thing to say if Florida's, you're Dan Mullen. Florida's a dumpster fire. Dan Mullen's about to go take a job somewhere else and probably get owned in the NFL. Uh, Stubbs, you're an idiot for, for sucking Dan Mullen's cock for all these years. He sucks. He'll always be a loser. Georgia owned him. Uh, and now he's now he's on his way out of town. So go dogs. Uh, number one in the college football playoff rankings. How, How about, about the fucking rankings? dogs? Let's talk about the rankings for a second. Do you agree or do you disagree with the rankings? I agree. I boohoo for Cincinnati, uh, not having, not being in there, not having a good enough schedule to prove that they should be in there. Yeah. But I hate being a, like just common logic. You you should not look at a, a a team like Cincinnati that's undefeated and be like, yeah, it's, they're 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 a better team than Oregon. More deserving based on what they did against who they played, maybe. But if you're sitting there and like thinking you're better, like they're a better team, it's like the. Let's think here. Let's think here. Let's think here. Who has a better record in the NFL right now than say the Bills? Bills um, have three losses. The Titans. The Titans have a better record than but the I mean, Bills. I guess they did beat the Bills, show, so that's probably not the best. Damn it! Yeah, you're right. Example. Anyway, forget that I know example. What you're NFL's, to say. NFL's, NFL's different, different in general. Yeah. But it's just silly to look at a team like Oregon, a team like Ohio State, and be like, oh, nah, Cincinnati hasn't lost to any of these idiot teams they've played. And Ohio State lost to a good team. I think they did a very good job about ranking what the teams are in terms of like skill. Yeah, Georgia's the best. Alabama's the second best. 
to this point, Michigan State has looked like, you know, obviously there's a big gap, I, I believe, between Georgia, Alabama, and everyone else. But the Ohio States, Michigan States, I I don't know about Oregon, but those kind of teams, they've looked like, you know, top six teams. See, I, I think the only the only thing that's like that you can really question in my opinion is Oklahoma. Is, well, I would say I was gonna say Oregon. Oklahoma's been barely squeezed. See, I, I think that's a perfect example. Oregon, you look at their record, they're fuck they're undefeated. or Oklahoma, you look at their record and they're undefeated. But you watch their games and they've See, but barely Spencer squeaked. Spencer Rattler's by. Oklahoma is eight. I mean, what's his face? Caleb, Caleb Williams, Williams has ba- barely squeaked out of a couple games now. Has he though? I thought that first game he started, they barely. Well, he almost. I mean, he, he came in for Rattler and won the, first, the game. But the next game, the first one he started, didn't he suck for like the first three quarters? Maybe he. And they barely I, won. I don't know. I feel like they're. I feel like I remember that happening. I feel like electric. I remember seeing a lot of tweets that was like Spencer Rattler died for this. Let's take a look at what the Sooners had have done. Anyway, what I was gonna say is the the only thing that you can stop to question is Oregon in there over Ohio State, but it's one because Oregon Ohio State lost to Oregon. Yeah, you have to keep that but, the way it uh, is. But for Oregon now. lost to Stanford. Yeah, an unranked team. Yeah, so who was unranked at the time. That's the only thing. But I guess the the only thing that makes sense to me is Oregon lost to Stanford in overtime on the road, while Ohio State lost to Oregon in Columbus. Without Kayvon Thibodeau. So it looks like Caleb Williams came in against TCU. And they ended yeah, up winning he, yeah, he 52-31. He balled out. Yeah. Then it was close against Kansas. They won 35-23. Yeah. And Kansas is like the worst fucking college football team in the last and however then many years. They beat Texas Tech 52-21. But with Spencer Rattler, they were 55-48 against Texas. 37-31 Kansas State. 16-13 against Virginia. 23-16 against Nebraska. I think you can tell they've been a lot better without Spencer Rattler. I I would have put I would have put Oklahoma probably top five. Obviously, I don't get paid to watch college football all day long, but I see. I if it if it wasn't for that Kansas game, I don't think Oregon should have been top four. I think Ohio State should have been four. I think Oklahoma no, I should think have been Oregon, five. I Oregon think, should have been over Ohio State. I just think it negates I think it negates the fact that they beat Ohio State since what has happened since then. Ohio State has like one of the best offenses in the nation and Oregon lost to Stanford. Yeah, but Ohio State or Oregon beat Ohio State. I mean at the end of the day, this is just obviously it's the first rankings. It'd be uh, it'd be one thing if Oregon lost at home or if Oregon got smacked by Stanford. Yeah. Or even if Ohio State lost to Oregon at Oregon yeah. with Kayvon Thibodeau. That is true. You're not wrong there. You're not wrong. I mean, all this will even itself out. You know, All that matters Ohio State is and that Michigan State will run into each other. Those fucking dogs aren't going anywhere. Yeah, I mean, the dogs are going to stay there. Alabama's going to stay there. I was wrong. I was holding, holding pretty tight to my case that the loser of the SEC wouldn't make it in. Um, but I, I don't think that's the case anymore. Yeah, the committee's on their shit. I also think... Cincinnati's best matchups are now behind. I mean, Notre Dame was their only good. Notre matchup Dame was the their year. best matchup. So I I feel like by the committee not putting them in top four in this ranking yeah. means that they're not unless there's some kind of crazy collapse at the top. Yeah, they Cincinnati's already out. They're basically saying that their best football is not top five. I'm like no matter who they beat going Cincinnati forward, Cincinnati does they do not control their own fate at this point when it comes yeah. to making the playoffs. Yeah. So Notre Dame was their best game. Notre Dame is currently. Unranked? Yeah. So, at the end of the year, they will have zero ranked wins unless, let's see who they got, unless Tulsa, South Florida, SMU's not ranked anymore, or East Carolina finds their way in the rankings. So, yeah, sucks for Cincinnati. I think it would be cool if they got in, but it doesn't look like they will be able to. Correct. I agree. My hate to see it. Um, I hated to see that that the homies didn't come out to the to the game six watch party at Truist Park with me because it was fucking rocking, and I hate that they all had to experience it not there, because it was awesome there. Yeah, I wish I would have gone. I do. You should have gone. It was. It seemed like a logistical nightmare to get there, but it would have been worth it. 
should have gone. Wouldn't have been a logistical nightmare. Well, I didn't feel like paying for parking. And Sam got there. She she went to Orange Theory after, which was from like 5.45 to 7. Yeah, 5.45 to 7. Then she, she finished that, went to her parents' house in Marietta to shower, and then went to the game and was still at the seat before first pitch. Wow. So you could have made it happen. Yeah, I could have. I should have, and I didn't. But well, you'll you'll regret it the rest of your life. Um, I hated to see. I'll stick with the Braves. There's something I hated to see. I hated that Ronald Acuna couldn't play for this World Series. Yeah, was I? I always wondered like how. How is that going to tarnish his legacy? Well, not not that. Just like how how do you like? Obviously, you're happy for your team, but it's like it sucks that you weren't a part of it. Like it's gonna be a bummer now if if they don't win one with him and he's like, damn, the one that we fucking yeah. won. I, was I mean, ha- it's a, having an MVP pace yeah. season. It's and, a Bryce Harper to the Nationals type yeah. situation. Like obviously the Braves are like, a better are not, team. Yeah, obviously the Braves are not a better team without Ronald Acuna. Ronald Acuna is a top five player in the MLB. Like he's not. It, it, this is not one of those Odell Beckham situations where, like, oh, if Acuna's on the field, the Braves play worse. Like that, that's not how baseball works. That is one thing I enjoy about baseball. Yeah, there's it's you don't have you don't have that he he had he had no help around him yeah. kind of. I mean, unless I guess unless you're a pitcher and you just have an awful defense around you, I guess. Would I mean, be the, only the case, best player but... in the MLB has played for one of the worst teams for the last yeah. ten years. So. The yeah, but I I hated that he could not um, play and win, but uh, that is all easily overshadowed by how happy I am that we won. Yeah, it's sick, and I'm sure sure uh, sure he's a great teammate guy and is super happy for it too. Yeah, you see, but I mean, at the end of the day, you look at it like he probably got a mega fat bonus. Yeah. For winning the World Series, he didn't have to do shit. Yeah. So like, financially, good move, Ron. Yeah, he's probably just. It's like, oh, man. Yeah. Oh, and I love to see the parade. I'm going to love to see the parade Friday. Yeah, I am I am currently in a in a heated discussion to get uh to get the facility to close on Friday. Uh, you see, they closed all Cobb County schools. Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, the all if all if I get all of our instructors to cancel all their lessons on Friday, what kind of baseball dad in their right mind is going to send their kid to training that's what during I'm, this parade? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So. Yeah, it's going to suck if you can't get off. I'm going to fight tooth and nail to be there. You gonna, what, what time do you work? I work till 3.30, so I'd miss the, I miss the whole parade. What time, what time do you think they'd be getting to, to the battery? Starts at noon. Yeah, downtown. So... Assume somewhere around one or two. Yeah, true. So yeah, I would. I mean, I might be able to make some festivities if I got there at like four thirty. But my current plan, I think I'm gonna try to, uh, since it starts not far from my office, I think I'm gonna try to work the first few hours of the day and then leave work and go there. And then go back. No, just like use the use the second half of the day as PTO. It should be it should be a state holiday. Maybe it will be. It should be. I agree. Well, that's the podcast. Thanks for coming out, everyone. Yeah. Chop on. Chop on. Oh. Oh. oh.